0: The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of uh, Leeds United, greatest team in the world. Savers of the Premier League, uh, Bastions of Bielsa Ball, the only team in Yorkshire, two, and uh, Everton, forever in the shadow of uh, Liverpool, two. My name's Anonis. You know me as at the Adelax on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. And uh, joining us to uh, discuss this uh, rip roaring affair is uh, the Prince of Darkness himself, Machiavelli at Ewan Metcalf. Hello. How are we doing? Hello, uh, feel free to uh, join us in the chat. And uh, haven't said this in a while, why don't you subscribe to us and <laughs> click the like button? Yeah, it's about time you um, subscribed. Yeah, right. Um, what was it? A year, over a year um, since uh, since fans were back at Ellen Road, since um, Luke Ailing, Thunder Bastard, off the underside of the crossbar. Ewan, how was it? You were there, oh, weren't you? Oh,
1: God, yeah, I was. It, do you know what? It was absolutely fucking ace. You know, it just, everything about it you've missed. You don't realise it sort of becomes, like it's everything in life through the pandemic, innit? You sort of, I don't know, mute yourself almost. You become half the man you were and you sort of just give in on sort of having those hope. It's the hope that kills you, innit? it? I think we worked that out quickly during the pandemic, so, you know, To get back and and just have all those rituals again, you know, I I think I sent something out about watching football in the morning, then having a bacon sandwich, you know, with my kids, and then getting ready for the game, getting my clobber ready and meeting the lads in the boozer, walking down Wesley Street, um, going in the peacock and singing. And even though it was horrible weather, rain, and, you know, it was absolutely hacking down my rain, Um, it was fantastic. You know, the the build up to it, Brent. Meeting up with the peak got to say, that was a massive high, so people may not know, but I've not met any of the peacocks face-to-face. There we are. Um, the two good-looking tall ones at the back. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so um, just that experience of meeting up with lads. I've met Wiggy, both Wiggy's, Big Wig and, and Wiggy, before in, in locally for a drink, but I've never seen Barney in the flesh, not Rob, not any of the other sort of peacocks, and it was just fantastic, you know, to catch up with everybody, Leon was there with his son, um, we had such a laugh, it was like we'd known each other years, which I guess through the podcast, that's kind of what happened. And, um, brilliant game, fantastic, Love being the atmosphere was great, build up, you know, saying goodbye to all those players that we'd lost, you know, you forgot about Alex Sabella and you forgot about Zalucas and um, it's quite emotional really and then just to be back in a seat, with bantering with people, I hugged. Um, scored the second one i hugged a kid i've never met who stood next to me i didn't say a word to otherwise and the woman who stood to my left gave me a proper big hug so um you miss all that don't you that human interaction of warmth of like you people you sat around you know the laughs the banter and then we went into town out. well we went to holbert working men's company of slung low which was one of our um part of our journey with the podcast wasn't it of, of mm-hmm. uh doing the christmas present um fundraiser last christmas so me, Rob, and Barney went up to Slunglow and had a few pints in there, and then I jetted into town. I was supposed to be going on my way home, but I managed to find my way, or not find my way home, but find my way to a meet with uh, Andy Pye um, and his missus for a few drinks in town after. It was fucking great, Donnie. It? it was just like, you didn't want the day to end. It was, it was so good. And the game itself, probably a fair result. Well, I thought we were very good in control. Most of the possessions, they looked dangerous on the break and um, had some dangerous players up front. Um, yeah. Well, here,
0: sorry, here
1: he is.
0: Oh, he God, is. no. Better, better late than you.
2: never, eh? Yeah, exactly. God, sorry, it's been a heavy weekend.
0: I know, oh. me too, but I was on time. I was actually
2: early. <laughs> oh, God. Hello. Hi, Wiggy.
0: <laughs> Chairman of the board, just walked in at Wiki 1234.
2: Yeah, sorry for my
1: late arrival. It's
2: been no a problem struggle problem. today.
0: I think he's been hanging around in bushes, that's what it is. When
1: he, when he, <laughs> <laughs> he, sent a, he sent a picture to where, where to meet him in the, the peacock on Saturday and it looked like he was in a bush. Way to pounce.
2: I was, it bounced it down and the only shelter was in some bloody conifers. <laughs> oh. I'll
0: try and find that picture, but... um. In the yeah, meantime, so, Wiggy, I was just, back I was
2: at Ellyn Road. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Oh, it was incredible. I, I hadn't had an atmosphere like that in God, I don't know how long. And it was just a great occasion to, you know, meet some new and old friends. Uh, so I met some peacocks, which was brilliant. And then, and then into the ground and... It was honestly, yeah, the best atmosphere I've ever felt. And it was really emotional as well, like when they were doing the minutes of and like it, that got me. I was like, oh my god. And then yeah, it was just it was just brilliant. And then it, I, like I thought we well, I shall come on to it, but I thought we played well. I like I'm I'm chuffed with how we
0: played. Okay, let's get on to the game then. Um, it was a bit of a rough start like we were there firstly just the atmosphere from our point of view it was just so good 18 months of like you know this kind of fake sky chanting where it's just a loop of all leads aren't we over and over again until you basically want to crack your skull open on the wall yeah um so everything like the um the hands you know when the pickford's about to take his goal kick um just all the funny chants just seeing the fans there, even though it was the rain and and with those um, she flags, uh, it was just great. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, fa- yeah, it was fantastic. I, I didn't think, even, um, I didn't even
1: pick my flag up. I literally got it, folded it up, and stuck it down the seat in front of me. I never touched it. It's like right. Wiggy was, Wiggy was already calling me a West End wanker. I'm going to be a flag wanker <laughs> as well.
2: <laughs> I, I picked my flag up to give it away, but our kid, God, I thought we were going to launch without steps from having it In <laughs> the end,
1: <laughs> you know what? Everybody sung that a little bit louder, didn't they? That's what it was. I noticed, you know, like everybody was putting a little bit more effort in, and and it was almost like eighteen months of it being bottled up all came out in those first few songs and in marching on together at the start. I got a video of that. It was amazing. And all the fa- I wasn't a fan of the flags. I thought it was a little bit tinpot, pot, but to watch them all being waved all around the stadium as Marching on Together got belted out, it was cracking. And I could even forget, I've like been away that long and I've missed it that much. I even forgave that. It was like, fair enough. You like, can have your moment <laughs> in the sun, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a nice gesture um, and better memories than those flags. Like every, t- every um, scarf, sorry. Every time I see one of those scarves, I, it just reminds me of Derby. So um, yeah, sure. I'm glad that they've giving something away that's um, that's got a good memory, but it was a bit weird giving them to Everton fans yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think that's the most tinpot thing about the lot of it. I
1: didn't even realize i they'd done that till today because they turned the nose up at them because I didn't see one. I know, I saw a few, but yeah, not many.
2: I, like, how shit were their fans as well? They were terrible.
1: And they were dressed like they'd been time travelling from the 90s. They all had like flick heads and shit clothes on. Like yeah, yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. It? Sorry, worst flags I've seen in a long time.
0: Maybe the yeah. the flags bamboozled them. They were just deep in thought, trying to figure out what that was. Yeah, um, so here is the uh, uh, to let people on. Here, <laughs> here is the photo that you sent, Wiggie. So what are you doing there?
2: I'm trying to shelter from the rain. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. You've got the on... world were sheltering, but that's me sheltering in the
0: rain. <laughs> one of you've the got... strangest photos I ever seen. <laughs> you've, and got ne- you've got one next rampant. to
1: it of me, of me not sheltering in the rain. <laughs> 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 like getting absolutely soaked.
0: Mm. Anyway, very weird. Um to the chat, Paul Homboy. Um glad you got there, Ewan. Hope it got you over last week. Uh Bandy for, for Noski. I saw Mina walked around Liverpool dressed as the Grim Reaper. Then I saw the Grim Reaper dressed as Mina. Um uh, than me. Not sure what that means. And um he said that he loved the flags. There Very you go, lovely. sir. Each, each to their own. Feel free to join us in the chat. Um, first impressions then. It was a pretty even game, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First impression, Wiggy, you don't agree?
2: no, I think we should have won it. I absolutely think we dominated it, to be fair. To be fair, like, I thought they had some good chances and and Melier kept us in the game in the second half with a couple yeah. of them. But, it, like, it, again, it was just our sloppy defending, I think, that that caused that. But they were almost like a bloody knife through butter at some points. And it's just like, what the hell is going on? We really miss Llorente, don't we? I can't. I, I, I've seen him back in training today and we need him back as soon as possible. Um, but I thought, I thought we'd done enough to get the game. And I think it was Cooper who said at the end, another 5-10 minutes and he reckons we'd have nicked it and I totally agree with him I thought we are all over him and yeah. as well just on that last point on it is bloody I thought Everton were crap if I'm honest with you like I didn't see much of them at all and I think they'll be they'll be bottom half at the table by the end of the season
1: Yeah I, I probably slightly different take on it I thought they had a game plan and their game plan was to sit back get everybody behind the ball and us to have to try and break down which is why we had so much possession mm-hmm. on the back, the back four uh, I also thought it was really pissed me off because the ref didn't do fuck all about it till about the seventy fifth minute. The time wasted from the very first minute. There were the number of times Pickford about five minutes to take a goal kick. Was it Dinya was taking their corners? It was going and walking over, strolling, getting the ball, then putting it, placing it three or four different places, then having a little stroll. But it was a joke, and the ref never even picked him up on it. I mean, he did. I think he. He booked somebody, he warned somebody for it um, quite late in the game, but they were doing it from the first minute. It really pissed me off. So I thought they had a game plan to slow the pace of the game down. Then when they got in the final third, they quicked it up and they had some pretty dangerous players. I think you were right. I spoke to Popey today and he said the same Everton fan, obviously big Leeds supporter or follower as well. Um, He said that he thought if the game had gone on another 10 or 15 minutes, there was only one winner, you know, that probably finished at the the wrong time. On that note, was that not a penalty at the end? Who obviously didn't fancy having a look at it on VAR, just the last kick of the game, giving us a penalty, did it? Because it looked as much a penalty. For, you know, I was sat bang level with their penalty, and I thought it was a penalty because you could see Cooper all over him, and I was mm. sat right right behind that one, at right level with that one, and it looked like he grabbed him round his neck, sort of pulled him down. Um, I think
0: a few people took Umbridge with um, Digne, um, whatever, uh, however you say it, with uh, someone throwing a vape at him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Leeds.
2: Oh, to be fair, bloody so... best waiting about bloody five minutes fannying around with that as well.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Smoke is bad for you. I probably just wanted to get rid of his, you know, his vet. Uh, That's true, it's a good,
0: good time to quit. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, yeah I, I didn't really think about it that much because they had so many chances, but you, you're probably right. I mean, it was, it was silly from Cooper. And yeah, I right. said it half-time, I said it in a tweet. Um, I can't remember what I said. I think you have to get, somebody's going to have to get a lot tighter to Gray because he looked at a threat, constant threat throughout that first half. And in the chat, I said, I hope somebody takes him out. <laughs> uh, you know, just give him a good kick in. And that's what exactly what needed to happen. Within five minutes of the second half, he'd scored. Um, mm. And yeah, I think that was a little bit unlucky as well because it goes through, through Dallas's um, yeah. legs.
1: It looked really easy from where we were sat in the stand. I've not really watched it back, but it, the, the way they built that goal up, they got a couple of lucky deflections that fell from there. And then mm-hmm. once they got into the box, it was just far too easy. Nobody seemed to be passionate to close him down. He got his shot off a bit too easy. I thought, Firpo, oh, well, that's a bit worrying that we've got this specialist left back. And I said mm-hmm. it, I don't know if it was you, Wiggy, I said it to, I think it must have been Barney after the game, actually. I'm going to call it now that ask is a better left back than Furpo, which is very worrying <laughs> We've waited all this time to bring in this specialist left back and he kept showing everybody inside. You know, you get him on the outside and take him down the line and take your chances with a cross in there. He kept showing everybody inside and getting beat like literally without him even doing it. Um, I thought he looked good on the ball, but out of possession. Wow, we were far better when Dallas went to
0: left back. Aye. Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder if that was a tactic though, if he'd been told to do that. Because um from what I've seen of like oh, let rappers... people run,
1: let people run past you, yeah, just show them side the um, ta- Tactic, you're gonna lull them, lull them into a false sense of security. Just let them run past you,
2: mate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a game plan.
0: Yeah, brilliant. No, what I mean is. um Benitez's sides, and especially with 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 Everton in pre season, they've been crossing a lot. They've been just focusing on crossing and trying to trying to get it into um, Calvert Lewin, who's obviously very very good in the air. So he is, yeah. I was just wondering, but yeah, obviously,
2: <laughs> yeah, not,
1: not a good game plan. I don't even, I, if uh, I want a tactic. I don't think
2: because because I was in the the cheese wedge, so we couldn't see the penalty like because obviously we're up at the other end. But when, like, the minute is off to check VAR, it's happening in it. It's like, what's yeah, yeah. the point in that nonsense? Just get on and give the penalty because you know that's where it's going. And then I thought their second goal... um I just thought we were sloppy. And I thought uh, Melier should have done a little better. If I'm really honest with you, I think that's when he should have been saving, in my opinion. Having, mean, uh, so I just thought he, he should have saved that. And I mean, don't get me wrong; he, he, he more than made up for it in the second half with some absolute quality saves that kept yeah. us in the game. To be fair, um, but yeah, I just thought with the second, uh, I think you should be doing a little better on that one and getting your hands to it. But well, in that so
1: final, you know, final third, it was not just it not just Dallas, it won't just Melier, but all the all the players mm. in that. Back back five, back six just seemed to cut through us without anybody putting a
0: challenge on it. He should never have been gotten there. He should never Small have space. gotten that far. No. far no. And, and oh, Dallas true. wasn't cl- close enough to him. But yeah, yeah, again, Dallas is now a right back. And yeah, well, I don't know. It was. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because I said we missed Alioski today. I, I couldn't believe the words came out of my goal. I was like, we really missed Alioski today because, like, especially in the first half, mm. Harrison were making all these runs down the left hand side and it needed just someone belting past him like Alioski would have done, playing in and the ball into the box. I think you're right. Firpo went like inside and it were a bit, it were all a bit strange. But yeah, I think, look, it's his, it's his first game in it proper with with us there and, and we've got to give him a chance. I'm
1: sure. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, I'm really sure. He'll, get, he'll get better. I'm sure, yeah.
0: The thing about Johnny is nobody, including himself, probably his own mother, knew what knows what he's going to do next. You know, so I think putting the the opposition on edge, giving them something to think about the whole time. Like, oh God, what what's this guy going to do now? You know, he he'd soon as bite you as as lick your ear hole, as yeah. run round you and uh, put it into Rose Ed.
2: Maybe maybe his tactics were meant to be on the inside as well, but he couldn't understand it, and
1: he actually did on <laughs> the outside. Well, he definitely, he brought, you know, we needed energy. I think there was points in the game where we looked a bit flat. We had the possession, but we didn't really seem to have to do much with it. I'll tell you what I kept shouting. Um, the movement was, like, for Leeds teams, usually there's three or four different runs, there's different options. Some of the movement at times was really, really poor. I mean, they're just... Was one person evidently going to get the pass? The guy on the ball, there was very few other options at times, it was a bit worrying again. And when we brought Shaq and Roberts on, they actually gave us much needed energy. And I think Dallas moving the left back gave us that energy down that left hand side that almost led to the second goal, didn't it? You know, creating that space, getting it back to Phillips to whip that crossing. And so, there definitely was a lack of energy, which again, is really odd to watch when you watch Bielsa teams. Um, that's one thing you can't accuse them of, is it? That, that you know, they've always got the whole team's full of energy. So yeah, to bring Shaq Robertson and move Dallas to left back seemed to give us a little bit of something we needed. Um, we, we were lacking a little bit.
0: Okay. A few more messages. Bandy. Uh, I'm sure Lord Bamford thought Mina was the grim reaper. And Nora said, uh, Mina made me furious. So annoying to watch a player act like that. Well,
1: um, he want not alone on their team, was he? It was him. Uh, Rick Carlison was the same. Mm-hmm. Pathetic.
0: Yeah. Um, trying to make him out like what was he saying that he's Dan Nielsen or he was comparing himself to to him no come on no no <laughs> Paul no. Homeboy agreed embarrassing Nova good evening guys can't stick around for the live today but it would feel wrong not to drop a message hello Nova uh, words and uh, pictures is uh, he's a resident West Ham fan who watches this oh, nice. nice to see words um Agreed uh, with uh, Fit Pro. I'm guessing that's a uh, autocorrect from
1: Fit <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't look fit yet. Um, Pillar oh, Feet Harrison. Or a pro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, average
1: <I'm literally> kid.
0: <laughs> Pillar Feet Harrison had a real good game. Um, him and Paddy look stronger.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One moment where Harrison seemed to go around about four or five players, uh, did, didn't yeah. do anything with it, but some good signs, some encouraging signs, I thought, and um, clicky bursting through for the for and a great finish as well for that first
2: really one. Good. Oh, yeah. our kid missed the first goal. he um, I'd, I'd done the pre order <laughs> on the screen for the half time drinks, and he did a piss, so I was like he'll get them as well. So he goes off to the toilet, misses goal, we were absolutely fucking fuming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How much do you enjoy that though, Wiggins?
2: Oh, I loved it. I thought we were brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I would, would cheat myself because I thought if he's got the beers and the goal's got in, there's gonna be no bloody beer left, it'll all be gone all over the floor. Luckily, he hasn't got the beers yet, so we're all right, we'll see.
0: <laughs> um, so the point of contention then right at the end. Um <clears throat> from the what I saw, it, if the referee calls that as a penalty, it's it's not gonna get overturned. But yeah. if he doesn't, then it's probably not clear and obvious enough for it to for VAR to intervene. Having said that, he's grabbed him round the neck.
1: <laughs> so it, it 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 took a cheap option. He blew the whistle early, so he didn't have mm. to look at it and make a decision. That's simple as he's bottled it completely. Um, he didn't want to um, give us a kick, and then a final kick of the game could have been a penalty to Leeds quite simply, and he didn't want to make that decision. and he, he bottled it. He blew up early. How is the four minutes of injury time in that second half? They were wasting time at every single opportunity, man. And there was enough substitutions. Hmm. Two goals. How oh, did you get four minutes? Ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous.
0: And there were six at the end of the first half.
1: No, for the VAR, because it was that shit and that dodgy and that took him that long. I mean, if it were that clear and obvious, why did he have to go look at the screen? Why didn't the VAR team make that decision? So clear, and obvious, clear, and obvious where I was saying like, West Ham. Do you know what I mean? So what they're watching, I don't know. They must be watching it on a Betamax. That,
2: that's the thing. The minute they're going to send them to the screen, as I say, you might as well just fucking knock that on head and give the penalty because that's where it's going. You know what it is. I don't think I've ever seen one where they've sent him to screen and um and he's not giving it. Or you know what I mean? And I think I, I do see the other thing though, like I think the the. They've definitely done something with VAR this season and it's clear and obvious is that because I think other than the penalty that took a little bit a, a, a little bit longer, you, you really didn't know it were there, to be fair. Um, yeah, but, I, but I think that the, on the point of contention, for me, if you give him one, then you've got to give the other. Do you know what I mean? Like, you give that one to Cooper rightfully, uh, against Cooper rightfully, then he's got to give that one at the end against Bamford. He has to. Yeah,
1: I thought so.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got him around the neck, um, but the thing is, they both jump and they both move in the same direction. So I, I would say it's not quite as clear and, and obvious, which is their words and God knows what it means. Um, but yeah, probably not as clear and obvious as the Cooper one, where it's so clear and so obvious and just so stupid.
1: Well, I, I think the other thing is we were dying for it. we were dying to get three points, weren't we? So everybody mm-hmm. was willing it to go in and willing that to be a penalty. I mean, there was another shout, a handball, and then I think it was Rafina got took out quite late and in the box and he didn't even look at that. There was no I mean obviously he must have looked at it maybe and said there was nothing doing, but um you didn't get called to VAR or the referee didn't have to make a decision on that one either. So it's just another example of how we just don't seem to get much luck when it comes to decisions at, at home at Ellen Road. It's almost like, and referees have done it for years, the crowd are paying for it. It's, an, it's a really good atmosphere in it. It's loud. It's you know it's intimidating. They just don't want to be seen to be weak or give in to the crowd. Mm. Um, I think we suffer from that sometimes.
0: Plenty of Leeds seems throughout the years, certainly in the recent eras, um might have capitulated uh going going firstly going down one nil and then secondly going down two one um and especially after that result last week um so does did it in do you think it was inspired by the fans but also is is that that's a good sign right that we've got this fight it felt like we were fighting for it
2: yeah I, th- I think so I just don't... And they were never going to give up. were well, they and and like you say, they didn't fold. They they came back out after each goal uh, and, and give another you know ten percent to get back into it. And as I said, as the as the game wore on and on and on, I just couldn't see any other winner than Leeds. And I think um, if they had a scored a third, I think we'd have got a third. It was like it was one of their afternoons, and it would almost like uh, the the players thankfully turned up and, and wanted to put on a performance for for the fans being back. And and it was a performance. I think I think they played. Most of them played really well. I think the a few had a bit of a shit game, but I don't know.
0: Well, we seem to be agreeing too much. So let's bring up Robert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you're going to be shocked. Uh,
2: yeah, be shocked, I, think. I, I think I think we got to gain agreement yesterday on the truth that he did all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's frustrating with Roberts because he came on. I thought he offered us something. He played behind, the, you know, between the lines really well. First touch was great. He was driving us forward. It's just decision making. That's the only criticism I can of I thought he played much. Better. I thought he was a it was a, a great substitution to make because he did bring us against something different and, and suddenly sort of turned the game around a little bit in our favour. But he just makes bad decisions. It's it's, a, it's an intelligence thing for me. Um, you know the the time when he sort of brought the ball down on his knee and played that ball out, and then he got another opportunity down on the right and overcomplicated it, and then couple of times miss-hit passes that were only 10-yard, 15-yard passes, you know, behind people and so on and so on. That's the only criticism I thought he was much better. Um, I don't want to berate the kid. You know, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope Wiggy's right. But it's very frustrating to watch at times. And, you know, he looked up for it, which is great. That's all you can ask. And there's times when he doesn't. He hasn't looked up for it to me. Um, yeah, I, was a bit, I felt a bit sorry for Costa even because when he, <laughs> during the warm-up, you know, bear in mind they won't have been... Played in the Premier League when fans have been in, you know, Delfs running up the touchline, warming up. He got a round of applause. Uh, what's his name? Ladder's been out for ages, um, for sure. Okay. Yeah, he, he ran up, getting a really round of applause, and then <laughs> Costa comes and can hear a pin drop. Like I feel sorry for him. It's almost, it's almost like he's he's on borrowed time now. Um, but yeah, Vot Roberts was decent. Uh, shame he's not a bit more intelligent on the ball and doesn't use it better when he does get us into that final third.
0: I, Fair enough. He's improved, Wiggy. He's improved. He's getting better.
1: Yeah,
2: I thought, like, I I, I think Ewan summed it all up. I think he, he really got us back into the game and, and he, he just had a, almost like the engine in him to, to go and go and go. And I thought... Uh, the other one, I thought Shackleton was absolutely fantastic when he came on. Like he's had a great preseason, season not he? That's what you know people have said, and I think he's got to be in with the shouts, get some more minutes this season. And as long as he stays fit, fit and well, on the evidence of just that performance uh, on Saturday, then then he's in with the shouts, being and around. So now I, I thought he was uh, again just had legs on him and could go and go and go. It would it was brilliant. okay
0: and to the chat uh, Paul Hornboy Robert's best performance I've seen he made a difference Uh, Chris Baldwin somebody needs to tell Cooper that players swap shirts at the end of the match (laughs) not when the game is still on (laughs) Uh, Bandy Fornoski a case of strangulation Uh, Paul says wasn't even looked at they bottled it Um, he said that FitPro is my PT insurance I've just renewed Uh, okay Um, uh, word said uh, the Leeds fan penalty rub behind the goal. Um, yeah, so we're uh, definitely not everybody's second team anymore. It uh, good. Seems good. like. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Normal. <I'm not. laughs> yeah. Good. A belly rub. Uh, has that ever put you off anything? Um, what? Does that work? W- what What's going on there? What? A belly rub.
2: <laughs> so, <lost>. did you <laughs> not? Did you not see it? You didn't see no, it? No. See so, so, so when he was taking the penalty, someone was behind the goal with the belly out, rubbing the belly. Oh,
1: no, I didn't see it, no. I didn't see it, no. Just to confirm so, it won't be our cheese wedge. <laughs> No, I'm yeah. sorry. I've not seen that one. I saw lots. Of, I saw the old lady that gave him the uh, middle finger when he'd celebrated for a, <laughs> Yeah, he, he overdid that celebration for in the wrong place as well, didn't he? I saw all sorts getting legged at him. He, there was loads of stuff like debris on the pitch uh, after he'd sort of moved away. But um, I don't know what hatred he's got for the, the cop, but he seemed to want to give it out, didn't he? The I thing is, the... like uh,
2: when, when they scored, I finally realised Everton fans were there. I was like, oh, I've no. got three. <laughs> There's know. a cheer. I didn't hear a song.
1: It's one of the benefits of being in that side of the West End wiggies. You don't see the away fans at all. You can hear yeah. them. I saw a few on the way out and they had the, you know, um, yeah, there's just some weird, weird clobber. But uh, other than that, I had realised realize they were there. Here How we are. There he
0: is. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> Legend. It's worth a go. So uh, for people listening on the podcast, as um, I'm sure you know, but as Calvert Lewin took the penalty, one uh, one fella in the north stand uh, was rubbing his belly.
1: Yeah, yes. quite a lot. Of, quite a lot of it there to rub as well.
0: <laughs> sort of like a yeah. reverse Buddha. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so, anything to worry about? We've all been very worried. Everybody on Twitter has been worried about signings. Um, we've competed, I thought, very well with an Everton team that I think will will do okay this season. Are we okay? Are we good? Do we need? Do we desperately need to break the bank, get a loan, and buy some more players?
2: For me, I think uh, I think getting a point. It just makes you feel a little better. I feel much better today than I did last Monday. That's for sure. I feel a much much calmer. I think it'd have been. I'd have still been worried if we'd have lost. But I think even if we'd have lost, there were nothing the games for me to go. We're going to be all right here, even if we don't sign anyone. And, and I'm not sure we're going to. You just look at the rest of the league, Norwich are terrible, Newcastle are terrible, like there's so many teams that are terrible and we're better that we shouldn't be in trouble in terms of getting relegated. It's just how much do we want to kick on from last season? And therefore, if we do then then we might sign the you know, one or two more. But if not, I think he's putting uh, his eggs in the in the under twenty three basket, isn't he? Looking at the bench on uh, on Saturday. Well, there's no one else there either, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think he's right. You know, if you look at the league, I think there's six or seven, definitely much worse teams than us in that division. So I'm not really worried about that aspect of it. Do I think we've got better from, from last year? Not massively, no. I think we've, you know, we're probably going to finish in a similar spot. Um, I still think we have said it for ages as much, not said anything new. We're not reacting to Man United's result or Saturday's result. I think we've needed something else in midfield, centre and mid. I think we need a number 10, a proper number 10. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I guess, you know, I'll let Roberts off this week. But if Costa's <laughs> getting, a, getting a game, sub or otherwise, we're weak. You know, I, I think we need another winger. Damari Gray is evidence, innit? Of You know, you don't have to break the bank. 1.5 million, you know. Um, I thought he was really good. Took his goal really well. Did you see when he celebrated his goal as well? And he tried to do it in Eastland nearly took him... Nearly broke his own, <laughs> his own It's hilarious. Did, yep, now they needed two D <laughs> Yeah, we just we just conceded the goal, and everybody went, "Ah, you silly bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> like j- he jolted on his knees and went flying, over, nearly into a somersault. Yeah, hilarious.
2: I tell that you what, the, uh, the the big summer signing, um of the pitch—it looks incredible. Oh, do you yeah. know what,
0: Wiggy? I was just about to do this. I bring it back from uh, last season one last time. Boom, 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 <laughs> Watch.
1: Oh, we love Grass Watch.
2: Yes, they've definitely upgraded from the B&Q down the road to an absolute world of a pitch. It looks fantastic. It played fantastic. There were no ice skating like the one when we put in the other new pitch. It was just incredible. Yeah, it really looked good. They've done a great job.
1: I don't know, Rick Allison seemed to find it hard to stay on his feet a little tossing. Well, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But yeah, and, um, yeah, I, I, you know, he's evidence to marry grave a player. You don't have to spend loads of money. We spent 10 times that on Costa, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think we just need a bit, you know. I, I, are we, we going to struggle without bringing loads of picks? No, of course we're not. We don't need to break the bank or panic. I think we'll be fine. But it'd be nice to see us at least be hungry enough. I guess it's it's a more long-term plan than we want it to be, aren't we? When we're fans and you, you're invested in it that much you want it to be an instant. You know, the next season we invest again and we go forward and we finish sixth, seventh. The next season, we, it's a much longer game with these. Isn't it? They want to, you know, in the next eight to 10 years, challenge for, you know, European honours. It's not about quick fix or doing a Ridsdale and breaking the bank and putting us back 15 years, is it? It's its all about long-term, sensible investment. You've got to agree with that. You know, anybody who argues with it, I have mean, it wasn't around when Ridsdale did it and when we completely, nearly put our, football club out of business or as a very short memory which football fans tend to do don't they but I don't I'd much rather that we consolidate I said it if we can finish ninth eighth ninth, playing great football again this year and have some of the the brilliant experiences with fans in the ground I'd settle for that and I think the other thing is Donny that I reckon the crowd did have an impact on Saturday on dragging us back into it at times and and, um, getting them at it and um, that's going to be hopefully play a big part both how am I the noise levels for the, the players? He's going to hopefully get us five or six more points, you know, this season than the master.
0: Yeah, it's a real shame that there's a 3K limit on away fans. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because we, we'd be taking 5,000, 8,000, 10,000 to, uh, to every game if we could. And certainly that was a big factor in the championship feel. We made a lot more noise than most of those home fans in the championship. Um, getting around to a few chats. Then Paul, uh, he's referring to uh, Robert's uh, decision-making His familiarity, so I'm guessing he's saying that that will come with time. Our Tyler turns so well, hoping Somerville is edging closer to the first team. Uh, Bremner, Bremner's Ghost. Hello, uh, hello, hello, Ghost. Nice to see you, mate. And uh, next time it will be everyone belly out for the pens. It, <laughs> started, a, started a trend then. Um, we need a win against Burnley to get our title challenge started. Um, that's right, we've got one point more over the same, same fixtures last season because we lost it at home to Overton, of course. Um, just get Lorente a nurse. Um, Chris says the team needs strengthening, but Rads has either lost his checkbook or his pen has run out of ink. <laughs> well. Um Paul, we were the better team against the top eight side. And Mark says, um, why don't we sign a thirty million pound number nine and leave him on the bench? Play Rodrigo. I think Rodrigo had a muscle injury. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That? Big, 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 um, injury. Um,
1: yeah. injury. Did look like he was gonna come on to be honest. I thought last ten minutes we probably if he wasn't injured, he might have chucked him on and took Bamford off because I thought he looked a bit tired at last sort of five or six minutes, Bamford, but yeah i mean listen there's plenty of players have got to step up from last year he's one of them isn't he I, I thought in fits and starts he was okay he did he did well in some games and in other games he was you know pretty anonymous so he's got a job to do cock same you know lorentes got hopefully not going to succumb to so many injuries yeah i think we're all right, aren't we we're alright aren't let's not panic you know let's crack on and let's get behind the team and um see where we are in 10 15 games time um
0: cock speaking of cock he had a problem with his
1: pubis. With his pubic hair. Oh, is it pubis? Is that a bone yeah. or is that just the general area of
0: your pubis? It's it's the, the pubic bone. It's located in front of the pelvic girdle. Oh, very good, yeah. How's he managed to injure that? I don't know, no idea, but he's been <laughs> spotted spotted on a plane to to Germany. So oh, I right. wonder if he's he's going for some specialist surgery or something.
1: His part time porn career is getting in the way of his football career, mate. Mm. that's what it is that, that moustache pubic inju- pubis injuries that
0: he's got the it. name for it
1: <laughs> he certainly has yeah, know I know. He, that might be his stage name
0: Emmett <laughs> <laughs> um, Oliver uh, we need Lorente back such an intelligent footballer and uh, I'd love to see Marcelo fitting in Rodrigo he was on fire at the end of last season yeah I thought he did well at number nine yeah I did uh, we need to smuggle Foreshore Cooper Costa and Roberts on the crew team bus on Tuesday night uh, Bremner's ghost hey, oh, hello and Emma Oliver says people complaining about spending look we spent 100 million pound last summer and this this year have improved so much around the football club facilities Ty Bamford down and Harrison kept all our best players
1: yep fair point Good
0: okay point. man of the match
1: oh go on Wiggy you probably know you all straight away I have to think about these
0: yeah i, 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 I...
2: There are a couple of, who stand out, but like, you know, like I, I thought Harrison was really good first half and dropped off second half. I thought Rafinha wasn't great in the first half, was much better than second half. But I think the player for me, um, I, I think uh, Mateus Click, I thought he had a fantastic game. Um, I, I, before he came off, I was surprised he came off, but. I think he covered some right ground. If you look, he were here, there, and everywhere, front to back, side to side. I thought he had his best game in a long, long time. I thought he was excellent. Uh, so for me, it went Mateus Click. Uh, I think Bamford had a good game as well. I think he was all over the shot. So uh, yeah, I'm going with Click. I thought he was brilliant. I thought he took his goal really well. Um, yeah, all in all, Click for me, definitely.
1: Yeah, he did take his goal well and he did. He was a catalyst for a lot of the good stuff we did in the first half, I felt. Um, but mine's Dallas. Um, how many positions does he play in? How many times does he get to the ball before everybody else? Reads the game brilliant. Uses the ball well. Competes constantly. He's just he's just a cracking player. You know, he's one of them players, unsung, not a glamour player. I love players like that, me. He stands up every week and he gives... He's a nine out of ten every week for me. And I thought on... Saturday, you know, getting moved around a little bit and, and sort of going from midfield to, to sort of left-back. I thought left-back, he was absolutely brilliant. I mean, he does, you know, because he's not a flash player, he did a little back-heel that I think set the move up for one of one, one of the chances we created. He did a little sort of back-heel around the corner. To, it might have been Roberts, actually. Um, he just he's, he's brilliant. Every time he gets the ball, he uses it intelligently. And as I said, a number of times where the ball broke and he was the first to react to it and pick it up and sort of drive through the midfield. He got fouled two or three times when he just outstronged and beat people for just energy and and willingness to go and drive the ball forward. You know, he got took down quite cynically twice, I think in the second half. So Dallas all day.
0: Okay. And uh, on that point, the German commentator at one point, he was like, Oh, Dallas, you know, Dallas is there again. He's at the left. He's in the right. He's in the center. He's everywhere. Um, um, I think it's it's really telling because because my man of the match is uh, Phillips and followed closely by Rafinha. Um, but I think it's really telling like from last week that we've all picked midfielders essentially, yeah, <laughs> um, Click Dallas and Phillips, and I, I, I think that says a lot about the reaction to to last week's performance. I, I just thought it was so much better, especially in midfield. We look a different team with Calvin Phillips, which. Yeah, I I think there was one comment here where without Phillips we're lost um from Chris Baldwin and and I couldn't agree more he's he was he was everywhere he was so commanding he looks far better than last season and and he where he was immense but he looks far better after playing the euros he looked a world class player at, at times he looked the best player on the on the pitch from either side i thought he was just immense and and Rafinha, very close second. I thought out of anybody um, on our team who was going to make that little bit of magic or 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 just drag us to a result through will alone, it was him. And I don't know what what is what it is with him in Everton, but um, loves it, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, after he scored that second one, you could see him hungry and get on with it. Like yeah, he we was... can we can win this, and you were like, "Yeah, get in, lad. Let's yeah, get on yeah. with it. Let's
1: go for this." And he that was up for is. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody made a comment about how he didn't celebrate the goal. It's like because he was bloody telling people to get the ball out of the net and get back on the halfway line. That's why. Yeah, and I think you're right. He's, mag- he's magic. You know, he can make the difference at any given time. I think there's times where they look he sculpted around a little bit, which he didn't seem to do when he first came. You know, he seemed to be always up for getting the ball and always. You know, tried to put hundred percent in. I think he has. He's, he's not believing his own reputation a little bit, but you can see a little bit of that in him. And that's not disrespecting the kid or criticizing him. But I've, I noticed that I was watching him quite a lot on Saturday. And then it's one of the mm-hmm. benefits of being sat on your own, not knowing anybody around you. is You proper constantly, you're not talking to anybody. You're just watching the game. Um, I watched him a lot, and I watched Phillips, and I thought Phillips, what it is with Phillips? Easy fan on the pitch. He, he, he's like he's so good on the ball, he's so strong, he never panics. Um he did get caught out a couple of times, which might just be legs, you know, just getting back into the rhythm of playing in that in, in the games. Um but when that little toss of who was chucking himself about and what have you, he um he went up against him two or three times and just outstronged him, chucked him up floor or bounced off him one other time, and I thought he was brilliant. So he would have probably been my very close second to Dallas for me. But I just love watching Dallas I think he's, he's he's a cracker.
0: Yeah, I think there was one time where um, Rafi, he like he chased the lost cause basically and yeah. closed somebody down, charged it down in the crowd. Yeah, yeah he, I loved it. Just um, a huge roar. And you could tell, I think for a lot of them as well, they've experienced Ellen Roe for the first time. <laughs> and they might not be used to uh, a crowd cheering a tackle or somebody just putting in a bit of work like that yeah, as you- much as we do.
1: No, I think he's going to be sensational this year, Rafini. I think he'll settle into it. And he will realise that you can't go hiding at Ellen Road. You've got to be there constant. And probably Furpo, you know, in his defence, that must have been a shock. Because, you know, you play at <laughs> Barcelona, there's whatever, 70, 80, 90,000 people there, but the miles away from the pitch. To have everybody on top of you like that, it probably did catch him out a little bit. And I thought he looked nervous at times, or a couple of times where he could have brought the ball down. He sort of wanted to get rid of it a bit too quick for my liking. But... Um, yeah it's uh, it's a little settle won't
0: it hopefully okay uh last few messages then uh bremner says oh andy bentley he says pervader is on his way to blackburn apparently a bit of a weird one that why yeah why <laughs> i think the fallout was just so quick you know what i mean like we heard really nothing from the club it was it was similar to to when um Pablo chucked his armband or whatever. That's the kind of feeling that I got. Like, oh, maybe something's gone on, or or, or when somebody gets COVID and they just don't say anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he must have long COVID then because he's been out of the picture for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've seen that coming. I I think um, mm. you know everybody says how great he's on his socials and all this, and he's always laughing and the Joker around. Him. I'm not sure that fits in with Bielsa's way. You know, It is if you're a good player and you, you know, Alioski got away with it because he put 110% in every week and he was limited capability-wise, but it wasn't energy or commitment-wise, was it? So I think he could get away with it. I'm not convinced Paveda can. I think when you're young, you've got to get your head down and graft to get in that team and, and impress yeah. Bielsa. And I don't think he's done it enough. He had real little sparks of it last year, but a lot of the time he looked really lightweight. I don't know, he didn't seem to bring a right lot. You know, when you take, I'm going to keep going on about him, sorry, but you take Costa off and you bring him on, you want to see something different, but it's the same sort of player. You know, a lot of, yeah, flashy little step-overs and little moves for no end product and, and gets knocked about too easily. So, so, it seems to have gone on. Like I said, I've seen videos of him sort of twerking up against Brazilian girls on a beach and somewhere in Costa Rica and in Mexico and, I just don't think that washes with um, Bielsa. I think they really wanted Ben Rymer at one point, didn't they, from Brentford, and some of the videos he puts out, I think probably put Radrazzani and Bielsa off going anywhere near him.
0: Yeah, like obviously we're on the outside yeah. looking in and, and it's just speculation, but absolutely, these are the little crumbs we're fed, isn't it? Um, okay, uh, Bandy, late in the second half, Calvin played in Lord Bamford and the, in the box, and then a simple pass to Rafinha would have done it for us. Um, yes yeah, so yeah sometimes those close tight games can can change on those little moments can't they? um Dallas never put a foot wrong says Callum um people talk about central midfield what about a sharp center forward to partner Lord Bamford I don't I'm not sure we play up two up front would we um, no. if we were going to do that we could we could put get <laughs> Rodrigo in there um somehow um KP bolts up on international duty. it really suits him. Says Gerst, uh, he's, he's off-the-ball work is incredible um, by Phillips. Um, players always play great after a good international campaign. Um, Mina and Bamford having scrap and that fan's shouting was incredible to see, says Colin. <laughs> it was weird, wasn't it? I mean, Mina was doing uh-huh. some kind of break dance, you know, <laughs> while yeah. also holding his head, you know. It was... <laughs>
1: Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Yeah, he was terrible, man. He did, he did like somebody I read somewhere. He did like a season's worth of nonsense in about twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing, mate? He just you know, got carried away with himself, didn't he? But I thought, you know, what I liked about Bamford, sometimes he he looks a bit nice, and he, he really looked like he was up for it. And once Yedemina you know I mean, annoyed him, he, he was dying to score. I think when he should have squared it to Rafinha, he, he, that shot then really he off somebody it got blocked, and I think it was just because he wanted to score and he stick the visa, but you know what Because he was at him all game. He did later on in the game, in the second half, he had a little running on the touchline again and he was like flicking his hand out at him. And yeah, it was, just, it was just, there were a few of their players were quite annoying, which I've not noticed before. Um, but yeah, good old Bamford got stuck in, didn't he?
0: Do you remember England versus Colombia at the 2018 World yeah. Cup? Um, yeah. Because I remember Mina being really annoying. Right. <laughs> During that game. And then and yeah. then of course he moved to moved to Everton after after the World Cup. So I thought did, oh, he, did he
1: score their goal? Did he score the equalizer yet amena? Was it?
0: No. Yeah. Um oh yes, it's, yes. Yeah, header.
1: After, header, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they were doing all sorts of that game. They were um trying to scuff up the penalty spot, I think, yeah, if you remember. Um yeah, it, yeah. Was, it wasn't good. Um, and I was watching. I was watching that game in a in an outdoor uh, viewing area, and we were completely surrounded by Colombians, and they were whistling, and it was it was so weird. It was like, why would why wouldn't you just sing songs? But they're all like, <laughs> like that. But I imagine like cows, cows gone off. Thirty of them. You know, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, did you guys see the Madness in League, League uh, yesterday between yeah. Lyon and
1: Marseille? Yeah, wow, Amazing. Did you see it, Wiggy.
2: Yeah, it did look good, did it? Mm.
1: There's nothing nice about it, excuse the pun, but um, no. yeah, they were you know that player' has got a side to him, hadn't he? and it, 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 yeah, he just it took the bottle back into the crowd and they all came <laughs> on to have a go. <laughs> Fair enough, you know, if that's yeah, he shouldn't be throwing bottles, he should know better, shouldn't he? But, it's tempestuous, and um, I think it's Leon, um, sorry, Nissan, nice uh, Marseille is like a local derby in it, so it'll be heated anyway. I think, um, could, could you good. imagine
2: if it'd have uh, chucked his
1: bait
2: back into cheese wench <laughs> 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 <He>, piled on?
1: <laughs> yeah, and their manager was proper going for it, wasn't he? He was wanting to fight everybody, it was just, yeah. like all, all, all my back handbag stuff. Yeah, it was hilarious. I think
0: if. if Dinho chucked the vape back into the crowd. I think everybody would have just laughed at him. I don't think any. I don't think. I can't see Leeds fans like invading the pitch like that. Instead, I, he went yeah. crying at referee. Yeah,
1: uh, I think it depends where you are. Sometimes in the ground, and who's just happens to be at that front row or that, them first few rows. I've seen it happen before. Where, Pete, in fact, I'll tell you one time it did happen. Damari Gray, he has gone for Birmingham at Elland Road, and ran up to that. Northeast corner, and I've seen ticket northeast corner. And there's a few game lads on there, in there and that lower corner, they, they saw sort a of, few of them went over at barrier towards him as well. And he sort of soon scuttled off. But I've seen it happen a few times. Um, I mean, it's back in the day, the low, the low fields, man. If you'd have chucked something back in low fields, believe me, they'd have been they'd have come over that fence and been on pitch, believe.
2: Don't not happen in you stand now
1: though, does it? You West, your West Stand, <laughs> Wanker. No, I will not mind. You know what? It actually, it's. I've not been at West Stand for donkeys. We used to go up in that top right hand corner, where above where the away fans are now. Years ago, it used to be all right up there. The bar's really good there. It's not too busy, but um, it was all right. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind where I sit. You know, and to get, I was truly blessed. I've got to say, a massive, massive thank you, and God bless you to to Mick Brown who um, sorted my ticket out for me and. Uh, Partly because of my rant on here the other week, so sometimes having a rant on these podcasts does come in useful, but what a gentleman, and met me before the game, I had a couple of beers with us, and a um, lovely fella, and God bless him for getting me a ticket. And you know what, I'd, I'd have sat on the roof, I'd have sat anywhere to watch that game on Saturday, so I, I didn't mind being at West End despite Wiggy's constant <laughs> abuse of <laughs> me all morning.
0: Good <laughs> <laughs> afternoon. You should have got the scissor lift out. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, like I, I know with we but it was just good to because obviously we we've all met virtually over the last eighteen months and I think it was just good to to meet some of the peacocks um to find out that one of the peacocks is a Wednesday fan as well. I'm not going to trust now. Forgot Rob, uh, uh, <laughs> um, but <no, laughs> it, it we just good to have a to have a drink with, with new friends and. And, and catch up, you know, face-to-face, because whilst virtual's, you know, fine, you can't beat a, a face-to-face meet. And the only dark wheat cans of lager in the peacock are and, and yeah. actually quite nice. Yeah,
1: the, all, better than the better, Carlin, anyway. Better than the, drip, the, the, rain, so, the rain-filled Carlin <laughs> that was lukewarm. Queued <laughs> up in the rain for about 25 minutes to get a bloody... Carling, because the bar inside was just mayhem, wasn't it? And then realised there was a bar selling them cans. that there was nobody at, at all. <laughs> I'm Gonna just walked in and got one. So you can tell I've been at Peacock for quite a few. I don't. That's why I don't like drinking on the ground because it's too. I like to get a nice beer and sit and get ready for the game and have a chat. But meeting you guys was a highlight for me. And, um Thanks for you me. Know, hugged, hugging, giving the Peacocks a hug and getting, getting some, some. Um, some peacock love back was lovely. And then uh, as I say, I hugged them all sort of strangers on Saturday than I have for quite a long time, since the ecstasy days.
0: <laughs> you can't beat a good meetup. Um especially great, after man. we've 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 been in lockdown for so long. Miss Due um, though,
1: mate. Miss you and Nora and Sam Ward and there's others that we still get to catch up with, so that'll be another great occasion, won't it? Pretty yeah, well.
0: that's it. We'll be uh, we'll be over there soon enough and then he won't be able to get rid of us. Um, a few more comments. Adrian Menendez. I hope I've got that right. Um, the only player we need is a winger. That guy, Noah Lang, is great, and he's not too expensive. Did you see him? He's he's the Dutch Rafinha. Big call, that, isn't it? Um, do you yeah, think definitely. Cooper will start Sunday? Uh,
2: probably, yeah. I think if Florentia is fit, he'll be on the bench on, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but he'll, he'll start. He'll start probably with the same team. To be fair.
0: Uh, bets on hat trick Bamford at Burnley says Ghost.
2: Good bet. Take
0: it. Got Derek Morse <laughs> joined us evening lads. Evening right. Derek. Um, the right, Andy Derek. Bentley. It, it was good to see Bamford mix in with two very big imposing centre backs. Yeah, I thought. I thought Paddy held his own as well.
2: I, I do. I, I thought he, he covered some right ground, and he. Uh, there were one in second half where literally he went from right at the east end right over to the west end, and he just won't giving it up until uh, until he chased down his man. I thought he had a really good game. Hmm.
1: Yeah, he's good. It's very good.
0: Okay, and um, let's just get one more comment. Then a hey, up lads, did you see Kiko's fuck up? Oh, I did, yeah,
2: yeah, Kanto yeah. did.
1: Awful. <laughs> Well, Kiko's gonna do Kiko bits in it. That's what he's gonna do, mate. That's you know. I'm glad it's not just for us. It? It's gonna continue yeah. following throughout his career. Um,
2: his he, yeah. fucking blooper highlight reel would it it it'd have to go over two DVDs. it that
1: long.
0: Yeah, yeah. they would. Have to do it every Christmas, basically. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: How did we end up with him? I mean, was it solely because he was at Real Madrid? Yeah. We just we just yeah. thought, oh, we we don't need to know anything more.
1: Absolutely, I've played for him. He'd, you know, got all these medals from being sat on a bench, uh, which should. And I think that's the danger of YouTube highlights buying players from sort of massive teams. You know, like let's not let's hope Firpo's not another one. You know, players that haven't been getting a game for a massive team like Barcelona just ain't quite good enough. Um, you know, I'm sincerely hope that's not the case. But yeah, Kiko is a great example. of, We got, you know. Um, sort of highlight reels and got the you know the, the sort of stars in our eyes. Oh we're buying a keeper from Real Madrid. Great, you know, and yeah, he's probably one of the worst keepers of have what well, the least trustworthy and, and probably the most um least competent keeper I've watched at Leeds for quite
0: a long time.
2: Yeah, agreed. It was terrible.
0: Yeah, it was it was weird. And was- and there was lots of defending him. And I don't know that he'll you know, you do to a certain extent. You do have to support the lads. You know, <laughs> oh man, it was too, it was too much. It was too much. He, he'd lose his head at the tiniest thing. Ball go over the top, and he'd be off. Yes. And I just thought, you know, when I saw it, I just thought it wasn't us. You know, it wasn't just us. Well,
1: it's almost like you know, you know, when you when you don't play very often. So like he's been on the bench at Real Madrid for most of his career, and he? he's hardly played. Mm. It's like you want to get in the, the headlines. You want to make headlines. You know, you want to... Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm actually a great keeper. I'm going to come and clear that up. And it completely made a fuck up because he just didn't have the capabilities to do it. But um, it was like he wanted to be in the headlines because he'd been sat on a bench for 15 years of his career. It was crazy, crazy behaviour. And he's doing it again. So God bless him again. It wasn't just for us that he, uh, <laughs> he messed it up. I almost don't want him to fuck up like that, though, because I want to keep him, not fucking sending him back. Oh, God, I don't think we'll be keeping whatever happens and that's a right-off. No, right.
2: I don't. I think it's one of them. You just let it go and, and cut your losses, don't you?
0: Yeah, 100%, 100%. Yep. I mean, his contract was, I think, $8 million that we've given him. Jesus. <laughs> so maybe one just to uh, let it run out and, and forget when, about when, it. When,
1: when people say oh, auto's not a put-a-foot wrong, they forget shit like that, though.
0: <laughs> 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 j grew up Oh, Jesus, yeah. Mind God. you, what a, what a goal in Myanmar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right then. Um, so that's just about all we've got time for on the uh, the, the weekend that football returned to Ellen Road. So just in a time for a final thought. Wiggy?
2: Yeah. Uh- Fantastic weekend, fantastic game of football. I thought it was a real, real I thought it probably the best game of football this weekend. Premier mm-hmm. League end to end, great stuff. On to the next. I think Burnley. I think is a, a big game. They're the ones we've got to win, um, and I think we've got every chance to go in there and build building on what we did um last weekend. My my friends at Burnley season ticket holder, and he said their dog shines like you'll murder us. He's like we just haven't. all we're doing. <laughs> that's what I said. So. So yeah, Burnley. Uh, I think hopefully get three points, and then we've got four points from our first three, and uh, and we're looking up the table then. So no, really good. Great to uh, great to get back to it. Uh, great to get in, in amongst everyone, and, uh, and just a fantastic weekend.
0: Excellent. Ewan? Well,
1: if you've noticed, I'm not having a beer. You know, usually if I come on the podcast, we've always said it's a bit like being the pub. I'm not having a beer tonight because I had enough to sink a battleship on Friday and Saturday (laughs) night. I was was already rough when I turned up on on Saturday because I'd been out Friday night and had a heavy one. Uh, It didn't get any easier on Saturday or Sunday morning, to be honest. So uh, my final thought is it was uh, just a pleasure to be back and and so exciting and and reminded us all of what we've been missing over the last 18 months. Um, Good performance, decent game take the result I said I'd take a point before and just to get some score on the board and um, start to move in the right direction as Wiggy's already said Burnley's massive I think this week because it's one that we want to go and win sold out for Crew on Tuesday night as well which is worth mentioning so that that game sold out um, Tuesday night against Crew. I think we'll probably feel quite a strong team by the looks of it so maybe Bielsa's wanting a cup run this year um, which would be nice wouldn't it because we'd rarely get anywhere near the sort of third or fourth round so um yeah that's my final thought i can't wait for see how the season unfolds and uh, hopefully i'll manage to get a few more tickets along the way people if you're listening you know i'm you know desperate and um deserve one so yeah give me give me a ticket show
0: me your fucking tickets a cup runner would run, be nice wouldn't it i mean it's 50 years since 1972 it will be by the time the cup final comes around. So um, that would be very timely. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who's joined us in the chat. I'm sorry I couldn't get around to everybody's questions, but we've just got to go very shortly so I can eat some food. So Gordon White, thanks for for joining us on Facebook as well. Chris Baldwin, Ghost, AP10, Callum Sharp, Bandy, Derek Moore, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We'll be back on Wednesday. Um, to review the crew game and the the week, do the the general main cast. Hopefully we'll be around at some point um, with the youth pod to talk about today's game, losing 4-2 to Spurs under 23s. And of course, uh, we'll be back with a match review for the Burnley game. You can find us at Peacock's Roar on Twitter, The Roaring Peacock on Facebook and YouTube. My name's Adonis, you know, me as at the Adelites. So it's very goodbye from me. And joining us today was at wiki1234.
2: Thank you very much. Good evening.
0: And Machiavelli at and Metcalf. Thanks for watching, people. these 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 leaves. <sighs> on and on and on. And on.